Marquech y hello a Miguel de Nome. Uh, Kitch, nice to you actually join on time this week. And you know, first things first, Daniel. Let's let's um, we can't afford the lack of uh, listenership and downloads. It's essential that the three of us actually listen to the pod every week, just for yeah. the numbers. And we find out but, we get on here in the pre-production. We find out Kitch hasn't listened. Yeah, like he sh- he shows up late. Like first of all, that that's embarrassing. But he shows up late to his own pod. He would like you'd at least want to listen to see how we trashed you before. You came on this yeah. week, Kitch. Like, come on, get with it, buddy. I know you're traveling and you're retired, but come on. Very, I'm very busy. It's been a very busy week. Like, um, I've been supporting my visa stock as best I can this past week, and uh, I'm emotionally and physically exhausted. So, uh, yeah, I, I you know what? I deserve that. I deserve that. Yeah. Bart, Bart, uh, you know, listen to the pod. Listen to the pod yeah. usually makes me emotionally and physically exhausted. Bart, so I was trying to that. give. I was trying to give Kitch some advice. Like, you know, I'm, I'm really good in relationships. Oh, he's always so open. I I got it. I I got it all figured out. I go, Kitch, just give Sue a hundred thousand dollar, no, $50,000 budget to go furnish, you know, his, his, his new condo. And he goes, how about a hundred K? Like he's just like, like, like just do whatever you got to do. Right. That would require a quick decision on things to be made. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Oh, so is is Sue now aware that you actually own the place? She doesn't think it's a rental anymore. Yeah, she knows we own it. She knows you own it. And uh, <laughs> oh, okay. she well. was here for seven days, and uh, what she bought in seven days, I bought in an hour and a half yesterday. The, the equivalent of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> how does uh, how does Sue like being the youngest woman on the in the complex by like twenty years? She like that. She had a lot of whistles. Uh, we, we've not been we've not been outside that much other than shopping malls. So yeah, we haven't really we haven't ingrained herself uh, in the community as of yet. I'll tell you what, look out when she walks out there. The old man, the, the old man, it'll be very slow, but their heads will turn yeah. hard. It'll take, it'll take them a while to turn their head, but they will, yeah. They'll be like, who is, who's the new kitten? Kitch, who's the new kitten Kitch. in the playground? Well, what about me? Kitch. What about me? I'm the, no, I'm the, yeah. I'm the young buck. I'm the young buck. I'm the young oh, buck here. Kitch is a sugar daddy, though. Right? Lots of widows. Cool. True. Lots yeah. of widows. They see, yeah, you know what? Kitch, they see his car. Kitch, maybe- Maybe wear like like a Visa shirt or a Mastercard a T-shirt, Kitch, like running around and stuff, right? They'll say, "Ooh, this guy, this guy's got Visa." Oh, I, I, I like it. I'm gonna wear. No, they're they're all they're all I, to do. They just want to do. It. I'm gonna wear a lifeguard shirt. I I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure at this stage, the now. lifeguard, the lifeguard cutoff shirt. I think that's the one. Oh, Listen, God. I, I'm pretty sure at this stage we've lost all listeners who usually tune in for the Raptors. They're probably like, "What happened to the Raptors?" Yeah, so we should probably we should probably, for anyone who's hung on. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, wraps. Uh, quick wraps of you. Only a couple of games to chat about before we get into tonight's potential disaster. Um, <laughs> but uh, ugly win against the Pels on Sunday. But uh, but sign of a good team, right? Sign of a team that gets their way through. Though two of their uh, was it? No, Barnes wasn't out there. But they had no no Gary on on um, Sunday. And then to a game, I actually think uh, it was a major disappointment that we lost on Tuesday against uh, against the Sun. So uh, then I'm going to let you start. Uh, Give me your uh, give me your thoughts on the uh, on the wraps uh, Tuesday yeah. night. Yeah, watched uh, watched all the games. Um, you know the the Utah the uh, Utah game that was just a, a sucker game, right? Like we're going okay. They didn't who who they're going to send to play, and then we we didn't show up, and then all of a sudden made a great um, a great second half. That Phoenix game, like could we have like we had, we had two starters out. Right. So like I, like, I know we lost, but like we had two starters out and we, we should have won that game. Wow. Right. Two starters so, out and we shot 
I think 24% yeah. from three. Yeah, from three. Yeah. So you got you got to hit at least, like typically you got to shoot at least 35% from three to win a game, I think. But like if we went and did Bart, I won't go on all the stats, but I bet you there's a stat out there saying if you shoot 24% from three, you're going to win less than 5% of your games or 10% of your games in this well, league. Yeah. Right. And if 40% of your shots are from three and you only shoot 20, yeah, yeah, I agree. That's a really yeah. bad stat. Yeah. Yeah. But so the, the play, positive, yeah. the positive of that is we were in that game. Like we were right yeah. in that oh. game and our defense, yeah. our defense was, like, was phenomenal. We were second to none. Like the, the, the amount of hustle on both ends from, from yeah. our team, like both on the offensive, like we had a ton of offensive boards, which is not, not our team this year. Um, yeah. Like we played fantastic without the shooting aspect we played fantastic with the hustle and, and the energy and the and the ball movement like I, I i was thoroughly impressed with the game even though we lost it was probably one of the better games i think we played recently other than a shooting i know but it, you know it, that game again right i mean not to i don't want to shit on them uh but it, it leads back to a question you asked a couple pods ago kitch about who closes games for us here we were down yeah. a bucket down yeah. a bucket with the, i think it was about Oh, I want to say 50 seconds left. Yep. Yep. Pascal comes back and takes sort of a one-legged lean back jumper, obviously nowhere near uh, going in. And here, like, we have got to find a way. And I'm not saying it has to be a particular person, but we have got mm-hmm. to find a way to run an offense that we can get a good look yeah. at a bucket. And yeah. I don't care if – I actually think it, it can be – actually, I think it can be anyone but Pascal taking it. I don't think – I just don't think he's the mental makeup how, for late-game uh, stuff. But like, give me yeah. Gary. Give me give me uh, Freddie. Uh, you know, give me OG taking a, a with a good look. I'm okay with it. Like we're not, go, but that's a problem. We we are not successful when we take the ball down like the old uh, Jose Calderon offense guys. Remember that dribble for 22 seconds and then yep. try and shoot it up. Like yep. we like the, the last couple of years. Anytime at the end of a game, whatever. If we don't pass the ball like five to ten times and stuff, it's usually not not a good shot. Now. I get you don't want to do that because it happens to turnover, take the ball the other way and stuff. But like, how do we run an offense where it's more than more than zero passes at the end? Like it, it never works for this team. No, no, we have to, we have to, we have to move the ball. We have to move the yeah. ball at the end of the game. We yeah. can't go, we can't, we don't win going one-on-one. That's a, that is, that is a proven historic. We have historic yeah. data on that. That one-on-one does yeah. not work for the Toronto Raptors yeah. the last yeah. few years. Yeah. These eyes I mean, don't it did, obviously lie. It did a little These bit eyes with... don't lie. It, it did a little bit with Kawhi, but that's a, that's a, uh, that's a top five player dealing with it. Right. So, it, but yeah, we, yeah. we, at the end of games, it cannot be, and I don't, and I don't know why you go away from it uh, yeah. because to give, you know, to give Pascal some credit, I mean, he has been moving Oof. the ball pretty well. Oh, the best yeah. I've ever, this is the best I've ever seen him move the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's just got to be that same concept with 12 minutes left in the quarter or 12 seconds left in the quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you guys saw the article um, Monty Williams from Phoenix said afterwards. He said, he said, Siakam is back in all-star form for anyone. Like he is, do- he goes, he is dominating the court with his assists, with his awareness. He goes, like he just said, he goes, he is back to his form. So well, and it's rebounding. Oh my God. His rebounding yeah. has been incredible assists, the last month. His assists are crazy. His assists. Yeah. Seven, we get seven last game. Like, but Yeah. So, um, like, I think like, like from watching that game, remember the start of the year guys, when nurse would go, like they were, what would they start off? I can't remember. They, they're playing terrible. And nurse said, if I went and looked at this, if, if I didn't watch the game and just looked at the stats, I would assume we'd win the game because we led in rebounding offensive rebound steals, all that kind of stuff. And that was the Phoenix game. 
Like we won yeah. all the stats, but as you said, Bert, we shot 24% from three and at the end of the game, we didn't close. Right. But all the other um, variables, like I-, I was very happy with that performance considering we had two yeah. of our best defensive players out. Right. Like, yeah. It's, it's certainly not a negative. Uh, yeah. And considering we're well on pace for 37 wins, I was okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters really that's, yeah that's I mean, really. 36 and a half right 36 and a half we gotta get to 36 and a half for the push so so pistons bart yeah little preview i hate this game gonna, i hate gonna it. lose by 20 who's your, well, who's I'll tell you your, what, dad, who's it, your daddy who is your daddy the dread pistons own us Dwayne I mean, casey's our daddy you guys always trash them worst so coach we've ever lost, we've lost our last four against the pistons oh, have we oh, yeah God. lost our last yeah. four against pistons um so here's what I think. This is, I hate to say it, but it is a must win game. And I'll tell you why, because you want to be considered a, a, a real sort of playoff team. You can't, you can't lose games. Like the way we've been playing, it can't be a letdown game. You can't be looking ahead to Milwaukee tomorrow night. It's gotta be, you gotta walk in there, take care of business and beat that team. Because I think, what are they? I don't know. Seven and seven and 74. Disaster. Right. They've won seven times. One of them happens to be against us. Right. And look out. I'm telling you right now, I'm betting Sadiq Bay, all the overs on Sadiq Bay tonight. He owns us. May I have your attention, please? Uh-oh. There has been an alarm reported in the building. Please proceed <laughs> to the stairways and exit the building. I got to leave the building. <laughs> all right. I'll see you all back right, well, in my drive. Good pod crazy. pitch. We'll see you. We'll see you later. Oh, is that Deno? Oh, it's Deno's. Yeah, Deno's building. building. The building. I, I thought it was kitchen. So did I. Deno, well, mute yourself. Relief. Mute. You dumbass. <laughs> well, there you go. Listen, this is. I think it's the uniqueness of our pod. You just never really know what techno, net, what technological or or building event that could take place. It's just a little little curveball. Deno has to evacuate his building. He's going to evacuate his building. <laughs> the evacuation. <laughs> Uh, all right well listen covid times i guess covid times so, all right kids we gotta keep going we're gonna fight through right. so Perfect. uh pistons pistons tonight and i'll tell you what i i don't if if i was allowed to which i'm not uh if i was in vegas as a part as a uh, non-partisan better this evening i would be laying it all on the pistons plus the eight really oh god yeah when when does when does nurse walk in the locker room and say listen guys like i i got this guy fired i i replaced him can you show <laughs> can you show me some props on this can you actually can you actually like get my back a little bit here <laughs> yeah it might be time for that speech i hadn't thought about that angle but yeah casey kind of owns us since since he's uh since he was evacuated since yeah. he was evacuated yeah everyone's been evacuated yeah deno <laughs> casey uh yeah i agree that but like what i mean like i think tonight really is an important like it's a you're probably going to lose tomorrow night in Milwaukee. I don't feel nearly as good about that game as I did a couple of weeks ago when they were played Milwaukee. So you yep. got to win tonight. Yep. You know, you don't want to be in a three game losing streak at any stage now. Like it's, it's a must, it's a must win. Now I don't know if Barnes is back yet tonight or Gary. Um, I think Gary's expected to be, but Barnes, I have no idea. Uh, but let's, you know what? I want to talk. I, I didn't put it on the agenda, but I did want to talk about Scotty Barnes for a second here. Uh, any well, cause for concern? What about- Biggest surprises. Biggest surprises. I know. We're gonna, we're gonna do that in a second. He's under that second. Though. He's a big. Surprise. Yeah, but no. I'm talking about his. I'm talking about his play right now. Like in the last week well, and a half. Yeah, I think. 
Uh, my concern, no. So I think he's been injured. So I think that's that's gone against him because his injury was nagging and, and he was kind of I think he was kind of hanging in there until we got some healthy bodies back. Um, and now he's now like other than the last game, which what you didn't play. We're winning games. Like we're winning games. We're in he, so he doesn't have to score 15, 20 points. If we can win a game where he just plays some good defense and distributes a ball and we win by 10 over other teams. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not concerned. It does. I know. And you always do go through a bit of a, a slump as a, as a rookie at certain points in the season. And uh, yeah, I, I have no concerns with it. I don't know if I'm concerned. I'm leaning towards more concern that only because he just looks and lost is, too, is a bit of a stretch, but uh, he does look a little bit lost to me now with Pascal back in sort of his form. And I'm not, I, I don't know if he knows. And I don't know if, if they know right now what his true offensive role is defensively. I mean, he's, he's a stalwart and I'd still like to see him rebound a little bit more than he does. Um, but I mean, defensively he's, he's I, easily our best defensive player. Mm-hmm. I know it's too bad. Deno's not here to, so we could talk about OG and his great, uh, what Deno thinks it, but I'm telling you, he's easily our best defensive player. Uh, yeah. But yeah, on offense, I think it's a little bit, I don't know if anyone know, really knows how to use them and it doesn't, they're not running anything for him. And I still, I'm still going to go back to, I think if we're successful in the playoffs, it's the ball's got to go through Scotty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I agree. Line. And that's not happening right now. No, no. I think, I think see, the team has really transitioned recently. So before we were saying when Pascal was out, he came back, what's Pascal's role. Well, it's almost it's now seem like Pascal has found his role and, and it's kind of now that now they've got to re, re, yeah. re, refigure out Scotty's role now. Okay. What's Scotty's role now that we got, now that we got the real Pascal back, what is, what is Scotty's Scotty supposed to do? Yeah, so. no, I, I, I totally agree. And I think that's, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But I, I mean, I would expect, I would expect a significant drop in offensive uh, statistics here in the next next six eight weeks and see what happens because i just don't i mean they're not running anything for him and, I, and again i think when they figure that out it's gonna it, he's the one who's gonna be affected the most on the offensive end is my is my guess obviously. yeah which which if we're winning if we're winning yeah that's okay. i agree yeah, yeah it's okay he's a rookie if we're winning i mean and you know he can he contributes in all the other ways that he has been but yeah awesome awesome oh, we just got an update just got an update for now fire trucks oh. just got here the fire trucks oh, just fire got trucks are in the building <laughs> the nice nice uh <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll make sure we'll keep everybody updated. Tell them, tell them to post. Uh, keep us, keep us informed. Uh, all right, listen. Uh, quickly, props of the week. Player props of the week. Props of the week. So, uh, my 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 prop of the week was just the uh, the defense we played against the Suns. So we already covered that. I I my the the energy we brought in that Suns game was was top shelf. I that was my that was my prop of the week. So it wasn't really a player; it was more the team effort on that game. Well, I'll tell you what. I think again, you you could make an argument. Because uh, he was a little bit lost uh, in the shuffle right now. OG, OG is actually playing pretty well. He's been solid in all those games. He was solid. He was a solid performer all three of those games. Uh, Pascal, I mean, again, like I think his trend is uh, is his trajectory is awesome. Uh, but if I'm going player, it's it has to be Freddie this week. I mean, Freddie triple double, oh, yeah, right. Uh, even the even the Suns game shot seven for nineteen, uh, but I thought still was pretty effective. And he even said after, he's like, I've never been guarded like that. Like what he said, I was, he's like, I had a little insight into what Steph Curry deals with on a day and night. So I, I think teams are starting to, to recognize him, but I still think, yeah, Freddie, great week. Uh, and, you know, I mean, if he, if he continues to play at this level, I don't, I don't think there's any question now that he's an all-star. 
Yeah. We'll, we'll do that in a couple of weeks. We'll go through who the all-stars are. But I mean, I think right now, I mean, there's an argument for him to be an all-star. There's an argument for him to be a top 20 player in the NBA right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, and just as you, rec- as you recognize, like he's, I'm, he's not. Yeah. I'm he's not sure he's. I mean, uh, young Bobby Bart is just infuriated with the, uh, the coverage the Raps get outside of Canada. Right? <laughs> we get the power rankings, ESPN, all shit. He's always saying, yeah. this is bullshit. No one versus, it's true, but they, they don't, right? No. No one watches us. Like, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Right? It's like that whole Bill Simmons thing I was saying about him and Scotty Barnes and versus Mobley. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't watch the Raptors. It's clear. Yeah. Right? And nobody does in the U.S. Unless they're playing that team, right? Yeah. Unless they're playing your team, you don't watch the Raptors. So that's I get right. it. I mean, that's right. So there you go. Uh, all right. Listen, uh, quickly, biggest surprises, biggest disappointments. Midway, because we're at the midway point. Raps are what, 20 and 2017 or 2018 now. So they're a couple games behind everybody else. But yeah, most of the teams are at the midway point. So biggest surprises uh, to, the, to the positive and biggest, excuse me, biggest disappointments. Biggest surprise. So obviously, by far the biggest surprise is is how great Scotty Barnes has turned out to be in his first year in the league. Like we drafted him as a as a top notch defender, um, somebody who can who can lock down different levels of players on the defense. But we really drafted him without very much in expectations on the offensive end. And I think we would come to see is is the fact that he can create shots. He can he can get other guys involved. He can do he can do a ton on the offensive end. So so I uh, yeah that that is probably my biggest surprise um, how much he contributed on both ends of the court for Scotty Barnes. Yeah. I mean, obviously consider if you go back and listen to the pod on, on draft night, <laughs> I would say you Who? and I are very surprised. Yeah. Scotty Barnes. Who's Scotty Barnes. Let's look this up. <laughs> Meanwhile, Suggs fighting it down in Orlando. I think we would hate having the Suggs. Like yeah. uh, Barkley last night on TNT was like, uh, he, this is what he claimed. He claimed that when he was talking to teams in the off season, they said the two guys uh, in that draft that are like the guys, this is what the team, this is what the, the league was saying were Barnes and Kaminga. He's like, those are the two guys, right? So that's Barkley's Intel. So, yeah. uh, um, so take that for what it's worth. But the point is, I mean, clearly he is a, like what an unbelievable job they did in drafting Barnes ahead of, you know, they, they fought through the hype obviously. And, and yeah, yeah, uh, and for sure. Doing. So yeah. uh, I agree, but you know what? I listen, a couple of surprises for me, Pascal, if this yep. is his trajectory, I mean, he's, he is back to I talk about getting no respect anywhere. Like no one's talking about the way he's playing, uh, you know, how he's come back. So love that he is potentially maybe back to where he was or very, very close to it. And then, I mean, the other biggest surprise for me is Freddie taking the, I think has taken that next jump, the yep. next level. He is, he's gone up a, he's gone up a level in his play, no longer the uh, sort of the Lowry understudy. Um, yep. And I mean, to that, I, I was not expecting, I mean, these last, and I know it's only been the last sort of month, but a month's a, a long time to be playing at this level. Like it's, it's, really caught me off guard as, as to how well, to, you know, to think that he is a potentially an all-star, a legitimate, like no, no brainer pick all-star. Like that is a massive uh, surprise for me. So uh, those would be my, uh, those would be my three biggest surprises. Yeah, those are my, those are my three. I, I had the turnaround of Pascal, which uh, like the, the fact he was mentally able to improve his game. Like I thought he was mentally shot, yeah. just shot. And the fact he's been able to do that. And, and Freddie, Freddie just being, he was not, it's not a big surprise. We expect a lot from him, but the fact he's been able to deliver that and probably come a little bit higher than, than we expected. So yeah, that's a, those are my threes for sure as well. 
All right, let's go disappointments. I've got, uh, I got a couple, but one, and I don't know if you guys maybe won't think this way, but I, I, I'll, I'll start. My biggest, biggest disappointment, easily Boucher. Yep. I mean, that guy, again, and we've talked about this a couple other times. I do think last year was a bit of an aberration because he was a, he was playing on a shit team. Uh, not a lot of, you know, he was under the radar. No one. So he's out there playing and, and you know, shooting at a, at a, at a relatively high level from three, but now, I mean, I'll pull up his stats here in a second or Mike producer, Mike, maybe you can no, tell I, what he's shooting. I from. got, I got, what's them. he shooting I from got. three. So I, I'm going to strip out, I'm going to strip out the one game. So that one game against Philly where he went five for seven. So that, okay. that was a game where he, he hit his three. So we stripped that one game out. He's got 18 of 94. So that's 19%. So he's shooting 19%. He shot 90. He has shot 94 threes and he's made 18 of them. Well, even, which, even you put that game in, I mean, he's still only at 24%. Yeah, twenty-three. Right. That was just yeah. still yeah. horrific, right? Yeah. And if he's going to be a yeah. volume three-point shooter, like you can't be if you're shooting twenty-four percent. No. no. I, you know. Now listen, we if we get the effort we got out of him on Tuesday against the Suns, yeah. because he was pretty awesome. He was, and uh, he knew his role. Like he actually he went role. inside. He got offensive rebounds. He didn't just float around the three-point line. If you're not making the threes, you got to do something different to get yourself some confidence to get yourself involved in the game. And then you'll probably make more threes when you, when you start to feel like, Hey, I'm, I'm contributing here. Like he's throwing up threes or missing. He's running back. He's dejected, crash the boards. And he was like, that was the, that was his best game by far. The yeah. year. It was his son's game for sure. Yeah. No, quite easily his, his best performance uh, of the year. I, I, yeah. I just thought he was, I mean, that's what we, that's, that's what he's got to be. He's got to be an energy yeah. guy off the bench. He's got to understand that when when Barnes and and OG or and uh, Gary come back, his his minutes are going to be cut even more. Yep. But when he does get in there, when he gets his fifteen minutes. It's got to be that. It's got to be five boards in fifteen minutes every single time. Three of them on the offensive end, and you know if he's got a good look at a three, I'm okay with it. But I still think some of his shot selections are just oh horrific. Yeah, horrific. Yeah. And his shots are horrific. I like I, I, oh. I shot shoots from his high. That's why I shoot, shot the basketball from behind, <laughs> behind your head, from behind my head. Yeah, no kid. No, it's probably good that fans aren't in the, aren't in the stands if he's playing a lot shooting threes because <laughs> no one should have to watch that up close. And he's got to stop that. Like I know he gets the odd block every once in a while and it looks like a great block, but when he does the flyby, he goes he goes 15, 15 feet out of bounds. So wow. he's 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 not even close to being back in for the next play. If if the guy misses, if the guy misses it, misses the shot. The guy who he who is who he flew by is wide open again for the rebound and the kick oh, out because he's uh, so far off the court. Yeah, I mean his flyby literally is it's like a plane taking off and never coming back. Like it's um it's unbelievable. Yeah. But you know what? I, listen, I keep talking about all these things I'm gonna do, and I am gonna do this at some stage because I was watching I was watching the Warriors uh Milwaukee the Bucks game last night, which was a disaster. But the number of flybys that both teams were doing when guys were getting ready to shoot, it's and then my point to that whole thing is, and I know I'm, I'm beating a dead horse here, but the quality of the look the team gets after the flyby is incredible. I'm not saying it always goes in, but the quality, I'm going to do, I'm going to do some analytics on the quality of that look. And it's just like, it's not worth it. The, I mean, how many, like we said, how many times they get blocked? How many yeah. times they get blocked? Well, maybe once a game in every maybe. 20 flybys probably. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe it's not worth it. Right. No. To give up 19 quality looks for one block. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand why teams. I don't understand. I'm going to talk to Nate. I'm, this will be another one of my text exchanges with Nate, Coach Nate. All right, all right. That's good. That's good. Right. And the, uh, the hard part about Boucher is too is we paid him. Like we paid him. I know. We paid him after last year to thinking, all right, this this guy we want to keep around. Yeah. And now you're like, do we really want to keep this guy around? So, 
I know. That, that's know. what pains a little. Uh, you know, we should honorable mention surprises too. By the way, Gary Trent. I mean, I think we. Uh, yeah. He he had a his his start of the season after the first four games. He was electric there for. He had a really yep. really really good stretch. Uh, so and I again for all the the Powell bash or you know for the Gary bashing over the Powell thing, I mean. Gary, Gary's looking like the better of the option, the better of the two options at the moment. So he's a, he's an honorable mention surprises. Uh, any more disappointments yeah. for you? I, I really struggled. I didn't have too many. Oh, uh, player, player wise. No, my disappointment, my Raptors biggest oh. disappointments, one being the inability of the Toronto Raptor fan base to be able to participate in this, in the success of the team recently. That's oh, a big Jesus. disappointment and that people right, can't go to right, the game. Right. People can't go to the game and watch the game. That, and especially when you go to all the other stadiums and they're full. And we had an empty stadium. So. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's hardly a midseason disappointment when it's, when it's been two games since they, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a, they probably had five games now where we've been able to see fans. So that's, so that's, that's a disappointment. Um, yeah, the disappointment's been obviously the, the, the inability to stay healthy, like the fact we had to wait so long for the starting five to get healthy. So that's, that was, uh, we've always had guys in and out. So that's been a disappointment. And one of my biggest disappointments I find is the, and we've talked about this, is the inability of Sportsnet to put a to put a good color commentator in that seat that is alvin williams from, like so look at al worse so we're at alvin this is this is the situation with alvin williams so he's he's not doing the games and you know why he's not doing it because he lives in philadelphia and because it's too cumbersome for him to come back and forth over the border um they're just they're just filling in for him until things sort him out like how can you have a color guy who lives in philadelphia and and not call the games because he just can't come like if you're going to be a color commentator for the Raptors, you got to live in a city or you got to live close enough. They could drive to this. Wow. You got to be yeah. within, 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 within the area. You can't, you can't get a well, or living in Philadelphia or you fly in and out. I mean, it's not, it's not, like you can't, you can get in and out. So it's a few, it's yeah. Testing core. I mean, I get it, but it, I mean, you do it, you figure it out or, you know, he should be holed up at a Toronto based hotel for the time being. Right. Yeah, if that's the problem. Think, I mean, this is his so, job. Yeah. Listen, I think Alvin, I, I think the writing's on the wall for Alvin. I, I'm guessing this is going to be a one and one and done situation. And I think what's your name? Uh, Amy, Amy, Amy. I think Amy's going to get the job. Oh, please. I really no. do. Thank God. I got the NBA league pass. I listened to the, the away feed. I don't mind Amy. Well, compared to Alvin, I don't mind Amy at all. Oh, I don't. Really I, they want to put Amy. Put Kia in there. I think Kia is great. I think Kia would be great in that in that role. No, she's still. Uh, I think Kia is Kia in the studio. Is I think that's her. That's her role. Studio. I don't really. Kia calling a game. I don't know. Well, I'll call her. She's not calling it. She's calling it. So well, yeah, I mean, it, it, on the floor. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh, we, we done with that. Any other? Oh, you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna no. throw it out there. One more disappointment. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna keep saying it until Coach Nate. Talk some sense into Coach Nurse. <laughs> Fuck these challenges. It's just not hard. BNC, bad nurse challenge. I'm such a major disappointment. It was, uh, yeah. yeah. Really is. It really is. <laughs> it is. It is. I owe you. Because I love Nick so much. Like, I really, like, I think Nick and I would be, like, best friends. And this would be the one, that, like, I would just ride him incessantly about it. But he'd be okay because we'd be best friends and he'd get it like I'm just dicking around. But, yeah, it, it bothers me. It bothers me. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's, uh. Oh, let's go. We're almost to, almost to the uh, gamut, but before little NBA news this week, the return of Clay Thompson, pretty big deal. I mean, it's amazing around the league what a big deal this was. Twitter blew up on his first night back. He had a great game. Uh, I, I don't think I appreciated how uh, important he was considered around the league uh, as a player. So uh, yeah. it's been it's been fun, 
And when I say I've watched a lot of clay this week, it means I've bet a lot of clay this week, uh, which has not gone great. Yeah, thanks for that tip. One for three. One for three. One for three on clay. Clay overs. I'm all for one on your tip, please. And I lost again last night. I know it was only playing 19 minutes a game. I didn't know. 20, 20, 20 and 21. 20, 20, 21. 17 points in his first game, 14 in his second. Of course, we need 14 and a half points. And uh, 11 points in his third. All uh, all twenty minutes. Yeah, so, last night was it? Last night, I mean, that was a. Dis- I mean, that game. They were down thirty nine at the half. I mean, what a joke. Thirty nine yeah. at yeah. the half. And he still, has, he obviously still hasn't got a shot. He's he was three three of eight from three in the first game. Two of five, then two of seven. So he still hasn't found the stroke from uh, from. Oh, he. De- you know, when we talk about the issue we had with uh, Pascal coming back, and now Barnes trying to figure out where he is. Like Clay is, and the other guys, like the Wiggins and Poole, all those guys are all trying to figure out how this works with Clay in the lineup. So there's an opportunity to probably short the Warriors for a couple weeks here, especially with Draymond out. They're like, I'll tell you what, Draymond is making a case that he's the MVP of that team right now. They don't look good uh, without Draymond running the show, but defensively and offensively. So uh, that's also not great timing for them to have Clay come back with Draymond out. But, um, I mean, they're going to be fine and clay, but I actually think clay is moving and looks pretty good. So I think once they get back into this rhythm, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, they're going to be a tough out. It's going to be very tough out. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. They, they, Welcome they, back, clay. they the, the, you know what? Borderline Raptors welcomes back clay. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Like he's one of those guys. You're right. He falls under the radar. Like people don't, you know, he's not a he's not an outspoken guy. He's not a big social media guy. He just kind of goes out and does his job. But so you don't really know what he, how he's perceived. So to see the, the perception of the league really wanting him back, that yeah, that, that speaks kudos to him. Um, all right, quickly, your midseason awards. We're going uh, MVP, rookie, coach. That's all we're doing. Okay, um, the MVP. So it, it's going to go down to five. Obviously, it's got it's got you got you got it's a top five at there. So you got Giannis, Durant, Jokic, Embiid, and Curry. Those are those are your five that are that are standouts. I would say I can't put yeah, anybody else in the class. They're the, they're the top five in the um, in the betting angle. Yeah. So I, it's it's tough. Like who's the who's the MVP? It's gonna be the MVP is gonna be decided on on who what team I, of those five guys. I think it's gonna be what team does the best coming into the into the stretch drive into the playoffs. So I think it's gonna be team driven more than individual because you could argue a fact giving it to all those guys but if philadelphia obviously uh, uh, gets gets the one seed in the east or or does well in the eastern playoffs then all of a sudden maybe it's in well, playoffs don't count the, playoffs don't count maybe, maybe. Yeah. The, the late um, in the season so if they i i don't have a great great feel because i want to see how the second half of the season plays out and if i'm guessing right now i'm probably guessing i'm probably guessing curry because i think that team's gonna gonna mesh with uh with clay down the road and i think curry i think that team could could finish first in the west and then if they finish first in the west then i'll go i'll give it to curry so listen i this is you you can't you can't predict this one right now it's, it's no. so wide open i don't think it's ever been this wide open with this many uh potential um candidates i think if you just looked at it purely from the standpoint if you remove that player from the team who would suffer the most well, then I think you're down. Then I actually think you're down to three people. I think you're down to Jokic, yeah, Curry, sure. and Giannis, right? I really do believe it. if you took those three guys away from those teams, they suffer more than anybody. And listen, I think Durant is the MVP right now, like with pure numbers and with the way the team's playing. And, you know, he definitely is. But if you took him away with Kyrie and Harden, they're not going to suffer the most. They're just not. No. I mean, no. Jokic, Jokic would be the argument there that he is the MVP. You took, you take him and then they're, they're an 18 win team. So, yeah. but that's obviously not how it works. 
Uh, so I think Jokic has zero chance of getting it. Uh, I actually think um, Giannis is way under the radar. He's great value at, at seven and a half to one right now. <laughs> like he's awesome. He's yeah. so good. He's yeah. so, so good. And probably doesn't get enough uh, respect. Um, so, yeah, but if I had to pick right now, I'd probably say uh, if I was betting right now, it'd be KD. Yeah. Much yeah. I hate to say. Yeah, I can't, I can't talk you out of that. And Embiid's another one, right? but Embiid's, who knows, right? Embiid's having a great year without Simmons on the roster, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another guy. Yeah, they're just, just you know, like they're they're not going to give it to a three or four seed, I don't think, in that conference. Right? It's going to yeah. be somewhere on the, one of the top two teams. It'd be, yeah, it would be I agree. Durant or Giannis ahead of him, just because they got the, the team, team on the better team. Yeah, so I agree. Yep. Uh, and you know what? And again, you want to talk under the rate? Like you could make an argument that DeRozan's an MVP candidate. You could make an argument that Ja Morant is an MVP candidate. By the way, Memphis yeah. is awesome to watch. I would yeah. love to be a Memphis Grizzly fan. Totally, I really, yep. really would. They're awesome to watch. Yeah. But the reason why I think Ja, they're deep, they're good, and they won a bunch of games without him when he was hurt. So it's tougher. But he's he's he is so much fun to watch. Yeah. So for that, for the people who are listening, the the if you go back last week and there's a there's a two handed stuff a block or stuff by Jaw that was awesome. So YouTube it, two handed yeah. block, yeah, Jaw Morant. It was it was it was awesome. All right, quickly, uh, let's move on. Coach, uh, no rookie deer. It's easy for us. Yeah. So I, I did I did a little. I looked at the rookie. So I I pulled them up just to see the the, the how how they're all fair. And so there's Barn. I I put Barnes Mobley. Uh, Green and and uh, Cade, so I I didn't even put Suggs in there because I know Suggs is struggling. So those 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 four guys, Barnes, Mobley's Green, and Cade, they're all averaging within half a point of fifteen points. They're all at fifteen. Barnes and Mobley are fifteen and eight. Green is 15, 15 and eight, 15 points, eight rebounds. Um, Green is fifteen and three, and Cade is fifteen and five. So I thought I thought it was it was it was kind of ironic that every one of them has the same scoring average. A little more rebounds with with Barnes and Mobley. So then you take that, you take those four guys, and you go, okay, which one is the most? If they're all if they're all scoring the same or rebound the same, which one's the most valuable to the team? Yeah, Scotty. I say. Well, Scotty I mean, you, sure, you, you gotta take you gotta take Cade and Green out. They're on two terrible teams. So I mean, they're they're, they're discounted immediately. It doesn't even matter if they're the most important. But those teams are terrible, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, well, the rookie so, the year can get it. Didn't 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 uh, didn't Trey get it with a with a terrible team? Trey Young with the Hawks. Didn't he win it when it went? I thought he won it on, on a team that was like right. Yeah, he may. No, I think he may have uh, only from the standpoint of what's what's your competition at this stage. I mean, these are legitimately there's legitimate other options on winning teams. I think the yeah. rookie of the year is always going to go if you're contributing to a winning team and you're a rookie, like you're going to have a leg up on on the next guy. So I think now, listen. As much as I hate to say this, like Mobley is really really good, and you Mobley could end up being the best player in that draft. Yeah. Um, and I've watched a little bit more of him lately. Again, I don't think he contributes in an all-around way the same way that Barnes does. But it's you know I might be that might be a little bit Homer Homerish of me to say. I'm sure a Cleveland guy would uh, would would argue otherwise. So I think it's really really close between those two. Um, but for only because I've watched a lot more. I mean, it's hard to imagine that someone is has contributed in a more meaningful way than Barnes has. I mean, and if you look at Barnes when he was when we were hurt with Pascal, like he carried a lot of the load, uh, which that has not been asked of Mobley uh, to do. So uh, to me, if I think if you if right now, but I'm telling you, it's, it's the toss up, but right now I think Barnes has got the slight edge. Yeah. It's only, it's only downfall. He's, he's playing on the Canadian team. So if the, the, uh, the NBA, if the NBA sticks with their U S ties, then, uh, then he might get overlooked that way. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, all right. Coach of the year. Coach of the year. I think, I think you got to give it either. You got to give it. Like, I was, I was like the coach of the year is always given to a team that is overachieved from what. Yeah. Expected. So, so uh, Billy Donovan, Chicago, yeah. it's gotta be, gotta no be there. Or, or maybe, maybe Taylor Jenkins in Memphis, like th- those two teams, I think have overachieved this year. So those yeah. would be my, my sort of two. I, I probably, I'd probably go with Donovan over, over Jenkins personally, but, uh, but that would be, that would be sort of my, my call on those. Yeah, I agree. I, I think exact same too. Uh, but I would probably give it to Billy because it's just, um, well, I mean, it, if you really actually stack up Memphis and where they are in the Western Conference right now, I mean, where they're third in the conference, uh, they've beaten, uh, they beat Warriors twice. So, I mean, so they're right there. But I mean, I think the surprise factor of how good Chicago has been is yeah. probably what gets Billy the, uh, although it's, it's, it almost should be like, I, like, if you ask me, okay, who's the GM of the year? Well, I mean, for me, it's the Bulls. The Bulls GM has got the yeah. GM job, the GM of the year. So, Billy's kind of lucked into this from from the GM making a great uh, a great addition to the team. Where the, yeah, where the, you, where you the Grizzlies didn't really add anybody great. You say that Donovan coached the shit of that Oklahoma team the year they lost Durant. Like they were they were good. Always a playoff team. Yeah. Uh, and like he's always done a very very good job. Even even uh, the year everybody left, he still did a really good job. Like yeah, he, yeah. he I'm telling you, Billy can coach. Billy yeah. can coach. Yeah. So, um, all right, listen, we got to move on. Yep. That's it. Those are mid-season. Wrap it up. Uh, backyard. Very disappointing. Segment Back, coming. Backyard coming into the final week of the season. Deno was last. So it was a blow through his picks, but he, he went, he got, went back to his unders and went, he got two right, no wrong, one tie. So 2-0-1. So he finished at 22-28-1 for the year, 43%. Didn't make money with Deno this year. Um, but uh, the under strategy finished well. Finished well at the end. And second place was Bart going of the week. Hit Casey over over Denver. Hit Casey over Denver by the by eleven and a half to him by four. Lost that one. Houston. Yeah, but can I just say Denver uh, uh, was it 11 or 11 and a half? I thought it had a ten and a half. No, eleven and a half. Uh, wouldn't matter thing because they were on like the three yard line, and took a knee. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I saw that. Oh, that's I bet them at 10 and a half. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Houston plus 10 and a half over Tennessee. Yeah, that, that was your 10 and a half, uh, which came in because they only lost by three. And then Cleveland over minus six over Cincinnati. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable how that came in. Like over for the five. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And the spread was spread was three, four. And then, and then of course, we I did know. it was six. We do that pod. We do that pod a day earlier. I win that bet. <laughs> exactly. So one and two, Barco's one and two, finishes 25, 25 and one, bang on 50% for the year. Oh. Locks were not, uh, locks were nine and seven, lost a lock in that week. So locks were nine and seven. So nine and seven. Oh, put you in the positive, put you in the positive. Yeah, making money. Kitch, Kitch was leading going the last week, only by half a game over Bart, took New England, Miami over 40, and went to, went to 57. So that was a winner. Had, I went the opposite with the Tennessee minus 10 and a half, did not cover that one. And New Orleans, Atlanta under 40, and went to 50. Kitch goes one and two as well. Finishes at twenty six and twenty five, at fifty one percent. So takes the takes a season long title by a mere half a game or 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 Dave Bart, and we will start it up again coming into the playoffs here. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. I was coming on strong. You know what? That season, if the season had been an extra two weeks, I'm gold. If they go if they go to a twenty game schedule, I'm back. Well, now you can dominate the playoffs. Just dominate the playoffs. I will dominate. I will dominate the playoffs. All right, Deno. Right, Deno. Deno. Den- 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 no, it didn't stop, drop, down. and roll. Stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, it was exciting. Everything, everything okay? Met lots of people. Met, Say, met that's lady. how you meet your neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, I, I met a, an elderly lady waiting for the elevator while we were um, leaving. I go, I don't think the elevator is a good option. Well, why? Because um, there could be a fire. 
Like maybe we shouldn't take the elevators. I'm on the eighth floor. Like, come on. Oh, did you help her down? Yeah. Did you help her all the way down? It's COVID. It's COVID. It's COVID. You can't can't touch. Awkward. Awkward time to have a fire. Touch or talk. None. No. Okay. All right. Good. Well, listen, Dan, we're right back to pick uh, pick time. You're back just in time. Oh, anyway, and I, the good thing is I don't locks. think you would have contributed. I don't think you would have contributed any of those segments anyway. So this is this would work out well. Good. Yeah, okay. Perfect. You guys ready for my picks? They're, they're slam dunks. Oh, yeah. Apparently we are. We're ready, yeah, we're ready we for your picks, don't yeah. yeah. Okay. Last place down. I, I guarantee I win the playoffs. I guarantee it. I'll do a side bet with anybody. So, okay. so easy. Hold on. Are you are you suggesting that you are literally and figuratively going to be on fire this pod? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. So it's easy. Rams. 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 Minus the four. Cincy, yeah. Rams, Cincy, and Tampa Bay under. Well, you're going all unders. No, no, only one under. So Rams minus four, Cincy minus yeah. what are they, five and a half? Five and a half. Yeah. And then and, and Tampa under. But I, Kitch, what is the, I think that's 49. Who cares? <laughs> it's going to be like 20 to three. So Bart, it won't matter. Lock the three and oh, guarantee it. Because Bart, I've never. I, what? I've never done locks before. I've all done just picks. I've analyzed this, and these are my locks. Three and zero, Bart. Parlay it. Don't no, no sprinkles. Bet, all like, your bets. You're actually betting games too. Like you're betting lines yes. in games. Like minus. I'm four, watching. Minus I'm watching every game this weekend. Every game. Uh, so sorry, the Bucks line is only forty six. Bucks line is only. 46. I, don't, I don't care if it's twenty six. It's going under. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see. All right, we could juice, you could juice that up on your on your bet three. Yeah, 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 yeah. we'll, we'll under twenty six, under twenty six plus nine fifty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Bart will bet it. So Jesus. Yeah, I actually, I'm going. So uh, all right, catch. I'll I'll uh, I'll your go. Second, your second last. You go. I, well, we're all we're all at zeros here. Right? Okay, so it's playoffs. Sure. Playoffs. We all made the play. We all qualify for the tournament. So, uh, all right. Listen, I too, and it is my twenty five. Actually, no, it's not going to be my I've got a new 25,000. Sorry, I just, just after my doing my due diligence this morning. But I'm also taking the Bengals minus five. I do love the Bengals. Like, I think the Bengals are as close to a lock as you're going to get. This has got to be the time they win a playoff game. It ha- I mean, it just, it has to be. I think the Raiders did everything they possibly could to get in the playoff. Major letdown coming up, like the Bengals. Uh, my second game of the week, and I love this as well, almost a lock, but I'm going. The Bucks over 46. Over 46, mm. Deno. Yeah. And let me tell you why. Because the Bucks are going to put up 35 on their own at home. They score a ton of points at home. So Bart, that, that's an you, over. Do you, can Philly, do can you, Philly score 11? <laughs> Bart, yeah, oh my do you ever check this thing called the internet weather forecast? But you said over. You said I over. Did. I did. I don't mind. I don't care. Yeah. Listen, Brady, Brady's the ultimate weather quarterback. But let me where I did weather, and it is my 25,000 star <laughs> play of the week. The Buffalo Bills, New England Patriots under, and I can't believe it just bounced back up to 44 as we speak. It's going to be the second coldest game in the history of the Bills franchise. The second coldest. They're Ooh. talking about this being like the equivalent of minus 20 Celsius. Nice. It is going to be an ice bowl. Not nice. Ice. It's going to be an ice bowl out there. Ice, ice, okay. baby. Ice, baby. Uh, so I, that, you know what? We are about to see a repeat of the Patriot strategy of they're going to run the ball 70 times. 
Yeah. That is a, I've already bet it. I've already bet Mac Jones under passing attempts, 30 and a half. There's no way he's thrown it 31 times. I've already bet uh, Mac Jones under yards and I've bet over on uh, Stevenson rushing yards, 39 and a half. I'm telling you, Those are, that's a lock. That's, that's angst. I, if you're listening, angst, bet it. All right. So my, my, I'm going to give you my lock. That was no way I can't give on this pod, but this is the one that I think the Josh Allen rushing yards is a lock for this week. 45 and a half. Because, like, because the first game when they lost, when the Patriots went to Buffalo, uh, they didn't let them run the ball and the Patriots beat them. And when the, when the, when Buffalo went to new England, Josh ran for like 70 yards. And I think they're going to say, okay, we, we gotta, we gotta let Josh run the ball, especially if it's that cold. I am, I am betting my Florida property, my Florida property on Josh Allen over rushing. Over rushing. You, you know, uh, you know, they're not coaching against you, right? They're coaching against the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. 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 He's, he's my, he's, he's, he's my, we, we talk all the time. So he, yeah, he knows what he gets from. All right. Let's, all right let's I'm, I'm, I'm with Sensi as well. Since he was on my, so we all, we've all got Sensi minus five and a half. I'm so betting, so, I'm so betting the Raiders, Raiders are a lock. Yeah. Get the Raiders, get on the Raiders money oh, line. Everybody God. get on that it's for just, sure. Like this I am, is, I swear, 15% chance of Cincy covering now. 15, Bart. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. That was, that's a trend there. Uh, I am I am going to get on Tampa Bay. Uh, minus, eight, minus eight and a half. I think Tampa Bay is going to run up on Philly, so I, 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 I'm on that one as well. And I'm going to ride with my Patriots and the points. I'm going to take oh. the New England Patriots plus the, plus, the, uh, plus the four. I think it's four. Now. Homer. Homer. No, it is a bit of a homer. No, I was gonna take. I was gonna take KC until I heard the weather stat from Bart, and then they just changed. I'm thinking, you know what? I think New England's gonna keep this close in the cold. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't mind. Was it four? You're getting four. It's four. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah. yeah. That's a field goal game. It should be a field goal game. Yeah. I, I don't mind that. All right. So those are my my three locks: okay. Bengals, Tampa Bay, and the Pats. May I have your attention, please? Oh, oh, hey, everyone, listen. <laughs> all right Del, thank you thank Evacuate. you Evacuate. Yeah, good, uh, Del, what are they gonna do they're gonna kick you out just stay in your room who cares you jump no Dan, that's not how, no there are rules that we are meant to follow kitsch it could be a fire that'd be great that would literally be great. you know what he sits there goes up in flames because you told him not to go yeah that'd work out really well. that'd work out well for the pod yeah we actually probably get a lot of listeners you know what slacker <laughs> Slacker, get ready. That will blow up. Look what these idiots did. They burned down the one of their hosts. <laughs> Slacker and listener Brock, get ready. There's an opening. There's an opening. Uh, all right. Uh, so there you go. Kitch, what drives? What drives you fucking crazy? What drives? So the quick one that I text this week, and it happened this morning. You're right, Bart. Little states, gas-powered leaf blowers. What? Wow! Wow! It's it is shocking. Incredible. A it is shocking. A how loud these things are. Like you gotta have a full thing on your back to power these things, and and the fact that the guys who work in our community, they decide that their shift started at a.m. So seven a.m. was when the guys were out this morning. I, I'm landing my I'm landing my van. I'm going. What is that noise? And I'm like, oh, it's a leaf blower out there. And it's seven o two a.m. It's just it just worked. I, so, so that, that wasn't, that wasn't my entire drive Casey, but that was just a piggyback to yours from earlier on yeah, we, okay. we this week. My Welcome big one is more, is more, it's actually quite uh, it's, it's a little more deep this week. Oh. The, the ridiculous 
cost that shipping crates have skyrocketed to. So sh- sh- shipping crates have gone from like 5,000 a crate to $20,000 for the same crate. So these shipping rate companies now can like, fill the crates for 5,000. Now they, now they can ship them for 20,000. This is, I would say, 80% of the supply chain problem and will lead to price inflation unless we can figure this out. Like they have to have some sort of government governing body here where there's incentive for these shipping companies to hurry up the delivery process and not limit the supply of crates that are available to people to be able to use it. So there needs to be a place in this, a fix in this. So we're in this for a while where, where we're just not going to get product quick enough and price inflation is going up because I think it's driven by the sh- shipping and the, the shipping crate industry is not large. It's a, there's, it's a very minor, minor, uh, um, a minor group of people. And, and I think these guys all together said, listen, we're going to slow down the, the shipping process and we're going to quadruple the rate of the crates. So issue issues there, I find. So that's, that's something that uh, has drove me crazy this week. You really, really are an enigma when it comes to this segment. Wow. I really, I, I really have never have any idea where you're going with it. Never. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, listen, uh, Deno, welcome back from the second. Yeah. You know what drives me crazy? Me? Fire alarms. Fire alarms <laughs> without the fire. You know what? I'm okay with the fire alarm, but make sure there's yeah. a fire. Pretend fire yeah. alarms. Yeah, yeah pretend, pretend fire, fire alarms. alarms. That's bullshit. It drives me crazy. I do I do want to know if I'm be roasted, but you know what? No, no fakes. No, no fakes. It's true. It's true. But Bart, you know what's driving me crazy? Yeah, go ahead, Deno. Okay, cue the music. Like Bart. This is driving me crazy. So been heading to McDonald's a lot lately. My sure. um future four-year-old. Um always wants the happy meal and stuff so you know Bart, like after seeing last pod with you not drinking as much eating healthy i went you know what i'm gonna be healthy i'm gonna be healthy in mcdonald's order the happy meal for nash and i go do you have anything that uh is a salad do you have anything that's a salad uh no sir we don't serve salads at mcdonald's okay why is there an obesity problem in the United States? How many Bart, Bart, how many restaurants worldwide? McDonald's. Bart guess. I'll tell you how many. 40,000. 40,000 wow. people aren't allowed to eat salads. I want to eat salad. It's not there. Bart, what's their order? What's their order, Bart? Big Mac. Oh, order. Big Big Mac. Mac. oh Bart, I got it. I couldn't wait to get home. I ate it on the way. Three bites. Pound it. Big Mac, baby. It drives me crazy. Did you Come uh, on, restaurants? Get ready. Get with it. Did you uh did you cardboard included in that or did you avoid the cardboard of the, the no. Big Mac box? But Bart, there's only one way to eat a Big Mac. Three bites. Don't do the seven biter. Three nice bites and you're how many, done. How wow. much? How much of the secret sausage you get in your shirt? How much of that secret? Because three bites, it's going to pour out the sides. I, I, you know, I was so excited. Uh, I will check my jacket kitchen, but, <laughs> but I could not believe it, it had no salad options. Let's just like have a salad. How many people wow. you serve? You know Come on. I think I believe there was a time when McDonald's did have a salad option. They did. There was. They did. But that was they like did. that was 15 years ago. Yeah. Because uh, I think they realized me. Super Size Me came out that that um, documentary, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So when they started promoting healthy and salads, and then I think they said, "Screw this, we're gonna f- overfeed fat people." Well, we're salad, feed the salad, was spo- all the salad was spoiling. All the salad was spoiling in yeah. the back. Don't yeah. eat it. It's, it's I'm pretty sure they realized that was not their demographic. The salad. I, <laughs> yeah. 
the rabbits out but there. I did have salad on my Big Mac though, so I felt really healthy about that. Wow. Really I'm, not had, really I'm not sure you had salad, you had lettuce. But you know what? As an aside <laughs> to that, I made the mistake, which I actually thought at the time I thought was a great idea. I had McDonald's on it was probably three weeks ago, um, and there's an option on DoorDash. And you guys know Door DoorDash is it DoorDash in Canada? Is it in Canada? Yeah. Yep. Uh, but there's not for extra Mac sauce. So I'm getting the, the Big Mac with the extra Mac. Oh my oh. God. I, I couldn't see the burger. There was so much fucking, they overcaked it and then trying to eat it. It was, I had it like, I had it everywhere. Have Both my seen, hands were covered in Mac sauce. <laughs> have you seen the bigger Big Mac yet? They've had the double ones. Now they have a wider one, Bart. So it's like a, a king. It's like a Listen, king Big Mac. We have, we it's have a five biter though. It's a five Thank biter. Thank you, Deno. Thank if you. We, Thank you. What, what, so go back to McDonald's too. So in Canada, you you can get a grilled a grilled chicken wrap. So you get a grilled chicken wrap, down, which is semi healthy. In this in the U.S., they only sell the crispy chicken wrap. They don't sell the grilled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Everything's deep fried. That's, you can't yeah, get the grilled yeah, chicken wrap. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, we, we got We that's that's way too long of a segment for McDonald's. They're not. You know what? They're not a. Uh, they're not a partner of ours. Just sort of yeah. not a partner. Uh, quickly for me. And it's happened a couple times this week. Um, I'm watching either a movie or a TV show. I'm watching Cobra Kai at the moment, uh, season four. And I don't know why the technology is not better, but I don't know why TVs or by productions even do it. The green screen while people are in cars, like pretending like they're actually on the road driving, driving. but you just like it's ridiculous that, that still exists. I just, I, I mean, and it's ridiculous that it exists and it's so obvious that they're not actually driving. It's 2022. That technology has to exist where if they're just sitting in a car, that's not moving. It should look like it's moving and I shouldn't be thinking, oh, they're not in a car that's not moving, but they're trying, they're trying to fake me out. They're actually driving. Cobra Kai, I'm not, I'm not guessing, I'm guessing they don't have the biggest budget in the world, but this movie I watched, I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I don't want to watch it. I'm not, you know what? I have a new rule that, if I ever see that on any TV or movie, I immediately fast forwarding through that scene. I don't care where it is in the movie. I'm fast forwarding through it. <laughs> so yeah, it, it should, you should focus on what they're talking about. Just not on the backdrop of the no, scene. It's, the I can't, I can't get around it. That's the first thing that just captures me and I lose the dialogue anyways. <laughs> oh, same right, tree. Right, oh, right. there's that tree again. Uh, all right, all right that, that uh, is much different than mine. Much different than my dress. Right? <laughs> a little bit, yeah, a little bit. I'm not as wound. Up. I'm not as wound as tight as you are. Uh, all right, quickly, we're, we're going to skip the. We'll go. We'll do the. Uh, what you? What are you watching later? Next. Next pod. We don't have time for it. We got to go. Aob, Deno, you got a you got a great gambling story, Deno, for us. Well, AOB. it's kind of it's kind of one of those going Hurry down up. memory going down memory lane, Bert. So Cincinnati is playing this weekend. So we were called of a trip that Kitsch and I went to, uh, I think it was 2013 Kitsch. We went and saw the biggest comeback, biggest comeback ever um, in Indianapolis, and then drove to Cincinnati to watch the worst football game I have ever <laughs> witnessed in my life. But Bart, it always is a good story. So the story is a gambling story. And that night we're in the um, casino, of course, playing craps. And I'm at the one end, Kitsch at the other. And there's this guy who comes in. And his wife was, was somewhere else. And he goes, hey, how do you play this game? I go, oh, just, just put your bet on, 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 on the pass line and we'll show you. He goes and puts it on the fire. Oh. So he puts, he puts 15 bucks in the fire bet. And he goes, oh, I put it in the wrong spot. And we're going, okay, well, that's, that's the worst bet ever. Well, Bart, <laughs> it, hit, it hit five. 
it hit five numbers. So for those that know what a fire bet pays, that pays 250 to one. That pays 250 to one. And for those that don't play a lot of craps, we'll, we will be in Vegas for five days, Kitch. And yep. maybe, maybe it'll hit once with four. Five is like probably yeah. not going to hit. So this guy's first time ever playing craps gets paid out 250 to one on a $15 US bet oh, and has nice. no idea what's going on. Welcome no to No idea. He's no idea. We're trying to explain him. He goes, well, what? What happens when seven comes? Shut up. Don't say seven. <laughs> Whatever. So, so we told the guy, don't tell your wife. Like, do not tell your wife you just won this. It's crazy. So it was amazing. This guy had no idea what's going on. No idea what's going on. But you know he's given he's given back 30 grand now. Because oh, uh, he, he thinks that he, game's easy. It's an easy no, game. He's probably he is, dead. He's probably he's dead. Bankrupt. He's probably, jumped, he's he's probably bankrupt. jumped out of a window he's somewhere. So, that was an amazing story. Oh my God. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? My AOB. Uh, and there's two parts to it, but listen to this gambling story this week. Oh. And I, I didn't even know you could do this, by the way. I, I don't have this. I don't have this. Even I don't have this capability in my gambling site. Gordon Hayward, uh, Bogdan Bajanovic, Evan Fournier, Christian Wood, Lori Mackinnon, and LeBron James, all to score the first basket of the game. Okay. That's some guy horrible. on TikTok, That's some guy on TikTok bet 50 cents. And won $120,000 by, by making that bet because that happens. <laughs> if, assuming that, I, I have not fact checked this yet, but, but the second part to this is is it a problem that my 12 year old sends me something like this every single day around gambling? He's what I sent to. He's what I found out. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> hey, gambling's easy, dad. Dad, gambling's easy. You know, I know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm those in glass houses, I, I, I pretend, I, from time to time, have judged other parents by some of their parenting skills. I don't think I can do that anymore. I have. Bart, I think I've Bart created on two, the Bart two monsters. I don't think. I don't think you can. Or gamblers are trash. I've I've heard there's a, a discount if it's a family. If a family goes into some gambling rehab, you can you might get a discount. You might get a discount. Take the whole family. I know. I created on WhatsApp. I, we have a, a chat group, Sports Talk, which is uh, Johnny, Bobby, and myself. And and that it's really. I should change the name of that to Gambling Talk because inevitably this this chat has turned into what. Can, I mean, John, we're, I, and then stupidly, I put them in this. I put them in that golf pool, the no cut, oh. the no cut pool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they each have picks. Well, they're now come Wednesday night. Look out. That's all that that's all our host is going to talk about Wednesday nights now for the next 42 weeks is who'd you pick for the no cut pool. And then they're tracking it. I get the updates. Johnny sends me 10 different updates on where his players are at. Of course, Johnny this week, the more didn't understand the, how it worked. He picked some Jones dude, Matt Jones and Charles Howell, the third as his, er, as his uh, backup pick. Wow. <laughs> He's out. Johnny's going to be out week one. <laughs> That'll save the WhatsApp chat. <laughs> it's true. It's true. All right, quickly. Catch AOB. Mine. Yeah, mine. So mine is uh good. I'm I'm giving props to, to my buddy Brady, Tom Brady. Stayed in the game last week. Stayed in the game last week to make sure Gronk got his seventh catch. So he get he get his five hundred thousand dollar bonus and uh, had to get 85 yards and threw 93 yards or something like that. So I, I like that. I like the fact that and they and the coach wanted to pull him out. He said, I'm not coming out till Gronk gets his seventh catch. So the next play, they ran a catch, and then he walked off the sideline to the to the bench. Good for him. Good for him. I like that. I like that. Yeah, That's I mean, I, I read that story too. I mean, I you know, I'm I'm kind of torn on that. Uh, like, I 
I see the obviously the good in it, but I'm almost like, is that in the, is that in the spirit of like what what we're trying to do here? Like, if Brady had been destroyed on one of those plays and out for the playoffs, like I don't know, I think that would I think would have backfired. <laughs> I don't think it would be such a great story. I think it would be, the, the narrative would be, what were they thinking? I can't believe you know, Gronk, he doesn't need the money. Like, it would have been a whole different narrative. So, but I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Hey, well, you, got, you want to get your team behind you, your players behind you, then that's, oh, that's yeah. I mean, that, yeah. That's, that's positive. Yeah. Now then for, all right, you want to go with the integrity of the game then. Let's talk about the Chargers Raiders. How about that, that end of that game? <laughs> How many fourth and tens did Herbert complete? How many, like fourth and 10, third and 10, fourth and nine? Well, I like, read, I think there were 11 straight plays to end their season that they converted so yeah. if they don't convert the play it would have ended the game ended their season and they converted it i know that thing that whole game i mean the pittsburgh players must have been thinking we're we're good right they beat yeah. like there's no way that game's ending a tie and that game legitimately with both teams trying to win with no fixes in yeah they were legitimately trying to win that game yeah. and it was seconds away from ending up in a legitimate tie well, it, which it, would have been that would have been that would have been crazy <laughs> Well, easy to like Vegas could argue the fact that like, they could they could argue the fact that we're gonna run up the middle because we don't want to block we don't want to block kick like we you, you, you kick the ball and the guys block it running back you lost the game now you're in the playoffs if you ran the ball up the middle you would have run the clock right out and uh, and the game would end like yeah but like people said I, too I, right I, I give props to them for the for the people, integrity well, of the game forget, but, too. Uh, they were playing for something the, the Raiders were were playing from the fact that they didn't want to play the Chiefs first round they're no, much happier going to Cincinnati like that's legit. That's yes. a legitimate, you know, if I'm the Raiders, the chance to play the Bengals and then play Tennessee, like I'd rather play Tennessee than I would the Bills and or KC at, at their home stadium. So like to me, the, the Raiders were, yeah, and it's a division rival. You got to go all out. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, that, was, that was, listen, that was unbelievable. unbelievable. Our last point is we got to bring up is Jokovic. So I see today oh, he just got, yeah, we didn't, he, that's right. He just got that. the second time cancellation. They, so they yeah. denied him again today. Um, and it's, so if he, he's, he's now risking three years three years of deportation. Like we, he can't go to Australia for three years. Well, but that's, that's a potential outcome. Yes. Yeah. So it doesn't have to net, but yeah, I agree. But you know what? And I love that they waited till Friday. It's Saturday now in Australia. Right. So they waited yeah. till the last minute on Friday. So I don't think anything's going to happen this weekend. So I, yeah, I think he's out of the tournament, which is great. Yeah. Uh, I love the fact that the other players have uh, without like overtly ripping him are ripping him. Yeah. Right. Sort of saying, yeah. well, I guess, you know, he doesn't think the rules apply. Like it just, it's been a good, consistent message that everyone now hates him and yeah. he he's a douchebag so yeah. perfect there you go yeah perfect. it's worked out great it's worked out great <laughs> all right uh, all right listen i gotta go i have to go, go. we right, go. It's right afternoon i'm still working still yeah. working i gotta go find i gotta find power yeah <laughs> all right all right Kawhi. take it away Kawhi up top Looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win!